Hello everyone, welcome back to Carolina Chronicles, your spot to learn more about what life is like at Chapel Hill from the perspective of the students that go here. I'm Isaac, I'm going to be writing solo today, and we are here to talk about the truth about business majors at UNC today. Welcome to the life and lies of Carolina business majors. So disclaimer before we get into any of the content here, um, full disclosure, I'm a business minor at UNC. Um, I will be graduating in May, so I am near the completion of the program. I have one mod half-length semester class left, um, so consider that when you're listening to my perspective. First up on the docket today, we are going to be talking a little bit about the perception of business majors, and I think this is something that a lot of people can relate to you know, from an outsider perspective or otherwise, but... Um, you know, I think like almost any major, it seems like at UNC, there's a healthy amount of stereotypes that follows business majors around. And um, for the most part, it's really just very, you know, focused on making money, kind of the Wolf of Wall Street image. You know, I'm focused on being a businessman at, at any expense and making as much money as possible and very, you know, old guard, um, kind of toxic, maybe, <laughs> for lack of a better word. But, you know, that's that's kind of the predisposed notion. And you know, I think there there are shreds of truth into that that we'll get into a little bit later. But um, just to place all of this into some context, let's take a listen to a little montage of what some of the students we interviewed had to say about business majors. What do you think of as your stereotypical business major? Very social and very, um, I don't want to say like narcissistic, but like very focused on making money and that they are better than everyone else because they can make money. I could never see myself being a business major specifically. Like I could not I could not do that. Money is just numbers on a screen to me. Like I don't like that doesn't translate to anything in my head. Yeah, I think a lot of stereotypes are like business is like easy or like um that's kind of like a useless major. That's like a big stereotype. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of Instagram reels where they're struggling to find the slope of a curve. With no disrespect, maybe a little bit of disrespect to business majors. Like, I just can't, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want, like, I never wanted a major that I was just, like, creating wealth for myself. Like, that was just not the goal. Like, money's not my goal. And I mean, I think to some extent that's true. I, I, I don't think it's wrong that most business majors are probably in it for the money. Um, but I think there is a little bit to unpack there in that I think people almost automatically assume that there's no joy to be found in some of the fields that the B-School prepares you for. So you know, things like finance or marketing or, or management, you know, um, maybe it's not somebody's end passion in life, or maybe it is, but, um, you know, obviously a, a lot of people are in it to make money, and I, I think that's a legitimate reason to go into a career, but I think at the same time, there really are a lot of people who, um, you know, this is what they enjoy doing. I mean, it is it is a skill set, and if you enjoy doing that skill set, then turning that into a career is a, you know, what in my opinion you should be doing with your career. I think ideally you should be doing work in your career that, that you do enjoy. And, you know, I think there are more people down at the B school that um, people probably don't give enough credit to that, that it, it is actually a, a career that they're passionate about outside of just making money. But, you know, I, I would be disingenuous if I said I, it wasn't a factor when I decided to be a business minor, you know, trying to get more money in my, in my career, or if that wasn't a, a factor in a lot of people's minds down there. But I think that's a legitimate um, reason to do it. And then beyond just, um, you know, kind of that desire to, to make money and nothing else, I think there's a lot of um, perceptions about the actual coursework uh, at the B-School. Um, it's kind of stereotyped to um, 
very much you know be easy work the the joke i've heard a lot um amongst friends and just other people online is that you know the uh, homework for the b school kids is coloring and turning it in and um you know obviously that literally that notion is a little bit ridiculous but um i think there are actually some some discussions to be had about the content at the b school that i think a lot of people don't really understand and is a little bit more nuanced than people understand um and i'm, I'm also a computer science major so i, I kind of get it from both sides you know that more technical you know i think most people would consider a computer science program fairly rigorous um i have my own thoughts about the the computer science program here at unc but i'll save that for another podcast um but i i will say i think there is some um legitimacy to the idea that you know the work done by b school students at least at an undergraduate level i'm not sure i can't speak to an mba level but at an undergraduate level that the work done by these b school students is honestly a little bit easier than some of my other coursework um and you know some of the other coursework in the school of arts and sciences um i mean that that is purely anecdotal and i know as a minor i haven't had to take some of the harder um, economics and other business classes that can kind of ramp that up a little bit whereas i have had that experience in the computer science department but even for the intro classes uh, i think some of the B-School classes are just a little bit easier, but I don't think that's because they want to make it easier off for their students. I think that's because um, the content itself is just easier. Um, I think it, it is really a problem here at UNC with departments that will make work harder than it needs to be. I think that's especially a problem in the chem and bio and sort of that life sciences department. They will take content that honestly isn't necessarily the hardest in the world you know my experience with a lot of chem and bio students is that they'll say yeah I, I feel like I understand the content but then I just get wrecked by the assignments or um, you know test throws a curveball that I really just wasn't ready for and I think the B school does a really good job of understanding that the content is the content and there's no reason to make it artificially hard uh, they do grade a lot of their undergraduate classes on a curve so you know it's not like everybody can get A's it is still competitive in that sense and not a walk in the park, but honestly, in my experience, a lot of the, the introductory content just isn't that hard. And that doesn't mean it's useless. It's not like they're teaching us useless stuff. A lot of the, you know, the things you learn in finance, right? These are finance principles that apply to the real world that have driven, you know, markets or, or what, whatever, you know, that have applied to businesses for centuries now. And that are, are, is meaningful content that if you ever went into a career in finance, you would use in some way, shape or form. But uh, it's just not that hard. And I don't know that there's necessarily anything wrong with that. You know, if if the content isn't that hard, then I don't think there's any reason to make it artificially hard. Honestly, I also think part of that is the fact that I've had really, really great experiences with all of my professors down at the B-School, um, absolutely more so than anything I've had in the arts of college and sciences, which I've had some absolutely fantastic professors there too that I could rant and rave or more, more rave about. You know, they've been very good, but... I, in the B school, I just feel like most of the professors I've had have been very professional and very prepared. The lecture slides are good. The homework is reasonable. The tests are reasonable. It feels like a very good environment for learning, and so I think that plays into it too. But transitioning on a little bit, I know I've already touched on it, but I would also like to talk about the experience of what it's actually like to be a business major. I know we've discussed the, the perception of business majors a little bit, but... Um, you know, this is going to be purely anecdotal. Uh, we have some interview clips that we can insert, but, um, you know, for the most part, I'm just going to be speaking from my experience, which is admittedly a little limited being a minor. 
could argue that I haven't been necessarily completely involved uh, in the, you know, down at Keenan Flagler, like the majors have, or, you know, the MBA people have, but first let's hear from another student at the Peace School, just a little bit about his experience um, in the program. Can you talk about why you chose your major? I chose it because I had no idea what I was going to do. So business was pretty broad. So I was like, you know what, might as well pick the broadest thing. And then now that I'm here, I know what I want to do. For business, you get these 13 credit hours, right? People might laugh at it, be like, haha, coloring books, whatever. But then you got to go and work for your internship that you have along with your semester or go pledging for your business fraternity or your sorority, service sorority. Get those little recommendations, get everything you can build your resume up to. And, and along the way, you earn those skills I was talking about. Um. Honestly, when I when I decided to be a business minor, it was it was entirely a career based decision, which kind of plays into that stereotype I discussed earlier. But, uh, you know, it has honestly been a fantastic experience. It is, is honestly a little annoying having to go all the way down to Keenan Flagler. Um, you know, being so far away from main campus, it can be a little bit of a hassle. But in my opinion, it's absolutely worth it. On, on a broad level, I really don't know how to describe it. it. The feeling of community down there is something that. I really didn't anticipate and something that I think is markedly absent, especially in my computer science classes where people tend to be a lot more antisocial. But, you know, it sounds a little silly, but the, the community feeling down there really is kind of unique. You know, that you have the different floors in that building that have the different programs. So um, third floor is the undergraduate business program. And then you, know, you have the MBAs on their floor and the PhD students and so on. But it, it is really a unique environment. I was surprised how willing people were to, uh, you know, come up and talk with me and just introduce themselves or, um, you know, if we have group projects, sometimes that can be kind of a hassle to get groups together and, um, you know, get everybody on the same page working on it. But the kids down at the B-School were really, really on it. And it, it was a really refreshing experience, especially since I've heard a lot of horror stories about group projects in school and experienced a couple of them, to be completely honest. But the, the sense of community down there is real. And I, I think part of it is because that building is so removed from campus. And to an extent, you're kind of off in your own world down there. But I think another part of it is just the quality, not quality, but the characteristics of people who tend to be these business majors. I think for one, most of them are very driven. And I think that kind of plays on, you know, that stereotype of that it's easy and whatever. And, you know, like I discussed earlier, to an extent that's true, but, you know, the people down there are very driven and, even if the content right now isn't the hardest, they're still pushing and doing everything they can to achieve their career goals. So I think being in that environment with so many driven people, and you know, that's maybe not unique to the B-School or to business school kids. You know, There's driven people all over this campus, but um, that has certainly been my experience. And then going beyond that, I think it's also important to mention the actual facilities down there that we call the building, um, and I, I suppose the Keenan Center too, but nobody really goes in there for any reason have been in there once but that was for HR reasons but McCall I think is fantastic too it's kind of its own almost school building all on its own it almost feels a little bit like a high school the bottom floor has a cafeteria and a gym and a little cafe that um, you can really get almost any food you want there they have rotating they'll have IP3 and Cholonade and things like that and then they also have breakfast food you know coffee shop bagels and pastries and then they also will have usually like a burger place open and then snacks that you can get and grab and go. And McCall might be 
one of my favorite things about the business school just because I think that building is so fantastic. The biggest other, you know, sort of hub building that I have experience with is Citizen for the computer science program. And anyone who's been in there for more than 10 minutes can tell you that that's kind of a dump. Uh, it it sound, feels a little bit like you're in the seventh ring of hell sometimes when you're in the bowels of that building and you're working with those LEDs that just make you feel like you're in an alien spaceship and it's ugly and old and breaking down a little bit and in need of renovation, but I've never had that experience in McCall. The facilities are all really nice. It's kept up well. And beyond that, they also love to do little things for the B-School students. So I know once a week for the undergrads, they will put out free coffee. Um, and every once in a while, they'll leave out if they have leftover bagels or donuts or something like that, too. So just leaving out snacks and stuff like that, which I, I think is really fantastic. You know, there are days where... <laughs> Where I've walked in there and I've been dragging or I was up late last night or just had a bad day. And it, it sounds kind of silly, but, you know, seeing that free coffee really did boost my spirit and get me going for the day. And I think that's something, you know, non-trivial that is important, too, because it, I really do get the feeling that the people at the B-School care about the students. Um, and that's important to me. You know, they always have advisors sitting out. So the whole reason they do that coffee is they'll have advisors sitting out for a little drop-in advisor hours and they'll always have companies there with a table recruiting people. Um, they'll have events. Like I know one time I walked out and unfortunately I had to go to class so I couldn't join. But I believe they had like a bouncy house and um, I think they had uh, insomnia cookies there. But seeing them do things like that is honestly great because, it, you know, I, I see it every day that they really do care about their students. And it, it feels like almost a more personal experience, I think, is the best way to characterize it. You know, going through the College of Arts and Sciences, I'm in a lot of big lectures. Uh, I don't really have a lot of interaction with, you know, my advisors or my, I do have some interaction with my professors, but to a lesser extent, I don't really have any interaction with any of the higher ups, any meaningful interaction, at least. I know I, I get a billion emails from them talking about, we have semi-finalists for the dean of some department you've never heard of. But from the B-School people, I will get emails from you know, the undergraduate business program leaders, it's saying, you know, here are events that's going on. Um, here's what you need to be looking out for. I know they've had stuff for graduating seniors. They've said here are upcoming senior events. So it feels more personal. It really does feel like there are people on the other end of those emails that are, you know, if they don't directly care about my success, which I, I think they do, but even if they don't, you know, they're thinking about me. Um, and that's really something I've been pleased with since I've been a part of the program. With respect to the actual classes, like I mentioned before briefly, I've been very, very pleased with them too. Uh, my experience is, again, a little bit unique because I'm a minor. I haven't had to take some of the harder. I know I didn't have to take Econ 410 and some of the other organizational and um, human development classes I didn't have to take, but I've really enjoyed my, my classes there. Um, they've been probably the best structured of any classes I've taken, you know, laid out very well. Here are defined units. Here's what we're going to learn. Here's what you're going to get tested on. And as a student personally, that's a great experience because I think we all know that classes where the professor is not really on it and doesn't really know what they're doing and, you know, you're sort of all over the place, it can bring a lot of unnecessary stress into your life. Regardless of how hard the content is, if that professor isn't, you know, up to snuff, then it can, it can really make your life a lot harder than it needs to be. So having this experience with B-School professors who are, it feels very professional. And I think part of that might be because... I've had a lot of really, really young professors or, you know, relatively for the field, really young. I think I've had three or four professors who are either in their first semester or first year of teaching. So I, it impresses me even more because I know there is kind of a period of 
figuring it out. I know I hear a lot of professors talk about like, oh, you know, I this is the first time I've taught this class. I'm still figuring out the structure. Um, I'm still figuring out the, the you know what I want to put on the lecture slides. But um, you know, it, I I think that might be attestable to some of the support that they have. You know, of course, these introductory courses are standardized. It's not like they're inventing new courses, but having the support there for them to teach them professionally. And I, I really do feel like I've been able to synthesize content faster and more efficiently than in some of my other classes. So, you know, even, I mean, part of that is because, like I mentioned earlier, I think the content, at least in the classes I've taken, is just slightly easier or not, um, you know, maybe it doesn't require as much critical thinking. You kind of learn the process or whatever, and then um, you're done from there. But uh, beyond that, um, you know, I've been very impressed. Okay, so transitioning a little bit now, I know I talked before about outside perception of business school kids, but I think it's also interesting to talk about the, the kids in the business school and their perception of other majors, and I think this is actually one of the very unique things about the business school. I think throughout the College of Arts and Sciences, stereotypes about majors are, are pretty strong. You know, people will have their inclinations about biology majors and how they're just full-time nerds and all they do is study and yada, 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 and the computer science kids that are holed up in a cave just coding until 4 a.m., uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, if you have like a communications major, the stereotype is they don't do anything, which I, I can tell you is not true just from speaking with some of them and having some experience. But um, I think that the B school kids in a way almost don't really deal with that. Um, they, I, in my experience from talking to them, they, they kind of view, and again, I don't love making generalizations about all of the, you know, air quotes, B school kids, but in my experience talking with people down there, it seems like they kind of almost view them through the lens of business, right? So, you know, they we talked about earlier how B-School kids are kind of focused on their career and how they can make stuff, how they can make money, rather. Um, but I think they kind of view other majors through that, too. So as a computer science major, they might, you know, think about the work I'm doing in the frame of how is this going to turn into a career? And, you know, if, it, if it's valuable, then... Um, I, they they really wouldn't have any problem with that. They would support it and maybe be like, I wish I could do that. You know, that's my experience. I've had a lot of people say, oh, I wish I could code. And I, I think you can. I think basically anybody can code if they have the right teacher. But that's also a side tangent I don't need to get into in this uh, podcast. But, you know, I think the same thing applies for other um, other majors, right? Where, where some people might devalue, you know, some major, maybe they'll say communications, like I said before. Um, people say, oh, that's... Uh, that's a major where you don't really have to do any work and it's for people who just want to freeload and um, get their degree and, you know, maybe they're living off their parents' money. But I do think B-School kids are, for better or for worse, will view it through this lens of, okay, well, what can you actually do with a communications theory? You know, you can go into corporate communications or advertising or anything like that. And I, it's, it's kind of a unique lens to view it through. And it, it almost leads to their own set of stereotypes where, you know, as a computer science kid, maybe instead of the stereotype being I'm, hold up in in a cave i'm the new stereotype from, from the business perspective is that you know i i'm i'm kind of just in it for money i think it, there is also a large subset of people who do software development just for the money but it, it's all kind of viewed through that context of the workplace which i think is something that is unique uh, but also at the same time a lot of people i don't know exact statistics but um i would assume more so than anywhere else uh, there's a lot of people who are either double majors or they have another minor and so I think there is a very healthy amount of cross-pollination um, I've come across people of 
you know, all fields of study from, you know, psychology to I'm computer science. And I've talked with people who have majors in other languages or they're Mijo majors, or they're also bio or chem majors or something like that. So I think that also helps to combat that a little bit. Admittedly, um, there are there, I think there's a healthy amount of cross-pollination there. Okay. We are running out of time, so I will be moving a little bit quickly, but I do think one more thing I want to touch on is there's been kind of not a lot of discussion, but I hear a lot about getting into the B school and you know, some people say it's hard. Others say it's easy. Um, I think statistically it is hard, but you know, it, it's interesting to me because I remember when I was applying to college, I, you know, you kind of had this notion that you have to be perfect, right? I needed the perfect essay and the perfect grades. And you know, when I was applying to all of my undergraduate programs, that was, it was almost a feeling of constant pressure, but in my experience, I, I really didn't feel anything like that when I was applying to the B school. It's kind of cut and dry. Um, you know, there's not really any special sauce, I think, that you need to get in. Again, I'm not on the admissions committee. I'm one person, and I haven't done extensive research about this. But from what I can discern, it seems like it's really just a function of your grades. And you do have some essays that you write, but um, the prompts are not super deep, super complicated. You know, they're just kind of like any admissions paper that you would write for a school or for a job so you know having the grades in the prereq classes having you know decent enough essays and then you do have some interviews that you do um, but I, I think those are probably less important I think as long as you don't actively mess those up they're not going to really you know swing your your decision one way or the other um, and it, it almost takes the pressure off in that sense where there's not some secret sauce, some magical formula. It's kind of just, do you have the grades? Are your essays good? Are your interviews good? And if they are good enough, you'll get in. And if they're not, you won't. So it was a very good experience for me applying. Um, and I honestly didn't really even think about it too much. I didn't know that there was, you know, this whole hubbub around the application process and people being worried about getting in because, you know, I wasn't really from around here. You know, I, I don't want to say I, I came to Carolina on a whim, but I didn't tour here before I committed. Um, and, you know, I wasn't really I wasn't really in this whole culture of, you know, I'm in the system and I've heard about it and I know what's coming. I just kind of did it and then it happened. Okay, we are out of time today. Thank you so much for listening. This is the first time I've ever had to be solo on something like this. So pardon me if it's a little bit interrupted or it doesn't feel super natural, but um, you know, I've tried to get through some of my experience at the B school and I hope you'll tune back in next time. Bye.